Okay, think about where you are in life right now. Are you in the midst of adversity coming out or going in? That's a question where I have to, it's one of the few questions where I have to have it double-sided because as I get out of, you know, adversity, you know, um, let me hear that question. In life right now, your position, what you feel like you're experiencing mentally, physically, emotionally, are you in the midst of an adversity, coming out of adversity, or going in? Coming out to go back in. That's what I'm doing. So that was what I was talking about with it. Sound the devil where it's like uh, what I learned in the foreign exchange market with the ceiling and the floor, with the, the, I mean, the support and the uh, resistance. As you break through, there's another, that ceiling that was the perseverance. If you break through it and then now that ceiling becomes your floor and then we're going for some more. And so it's like, I'm leveling up, but I got to break through this to go back through something else to break through that. And yeah, so that's going in to go back, going out, coming out to go back in. What's the most difficult part of the roller coaster that you kind of just explained? The most difficult part is not getting caught up in what you see, not falling victim to the senses. It's, uh, if you always go off what you see, then what you see is going to dictate what you think and what you think is going to dictate what you feel and what you feel is going to dictate what you do and what you do is going to dictate what you get in life and so you want to see things that ain't there see that if it's already done and so uh it's like looking at your bank account and seeing negative 72 cents you can't let that dictate how you feel financially because that's a that's going to give you a thought of uh of, of poverty and you're gonna feel broken, you're gonna act broken, and then now you're gonna not be willing to, to, to spend that money or to make that investment or do everything. So, you know, uh yeah. That's that piece. What are some you talk about adversity as if it's a breeze and we know it's not, but I feel like you found the beauty in your adversity. What are some lessons people need to take into consideration as they go through things and emotions and levels in life? He who remains calm knows what he's doing. And so I get that from playing basketball in these arenas where we're paid to come in and get demolished. And so the fans are going crazy. It's uh, a clear underdog. They want to intimidate you and apply pressure, but stay calm. You know, one thing, I never get sped up. I ain't from Russia, so I ain't Russian. You know, and, and time doesn't exist. So what, what we're rushing for, you know, even being anxious to get here, I was in a baseline and do the Milwaukee thing, and I realized what's the rush. You know, most of the accidents coming from somebody rushing and, and not being taking their time. So it is a breeze because it's what we make it, and I make it like that because because of my conscious, you know, thoughts and, and decisions. At what point in life did you become at peace or have a patience about how life is rolling towards you? Where you were like, okay, I see it is coming and can still respond in such a peaceful way. You know, people start to see that the, the waves are getting higher and it makes them anxious. It makes them want to just, ah, and it seemed like you're just rolling with the punches. It looked like that. You know, even if you don't know what you're doing, act like you know what you're doing. So there's times where my heart may be beating fast. I could be nervous right now, and, but I won't allow that energy to be fear. I will use it as motivation and 
to keep going and, and steam. And so, you know, that's a, a part of it is making sure you got the mask on and, and, and having your game face on it and really seeing yourself at the end. So if I'm seeing myself at the end, I'm not worried about right now. You know, because I understand why I'm going through this storm. Well, I don't understand. I know it's all for the good, but I know later. I look back and see why I went through that. So that's a part about, you know, staying calm and making it look like that. You've talked about a lot of uh, pep church and just like religion in the space. Where is your foundational belief? And what do you want people to understand about religion versus relationship? The foundation is in truth. You know, in, in love, uh, in God, and with that being it, you know, uh, all things come from that. And so, uh, my belief is in, in in myself and in God and in Pimp Church. So, the, the, did I answer that question before I go too deep? Yeah, you did. But keep going, keep going. Okay, so give me uh, give me something else, cause you were gonna go into. I believe that you were gonna go into what Pimp Church is about and what it stands for and like the origin of it. Okay, so the origin is, uh, the original origin is, you don't have one because before time was, I am. And so, uh, but for the fleshly, this is an amazing call right here. I know it is, and we gonna answer that. But uh, the origin is November 16, 1989, uh, Columbus, Georgia, when I was born. You know, and I, uh, you know, was sent here to do a job, and that job is Pimp Church. And so it starts with me from the earliest, from my earliest recollection, from the earliest thing I can remember. I've always wanted to be what I am now, and what I'm becoming. And I've always wanted to be Pimp Church. Now, Pimp Church is a label that I put on myself as what I wanted to be, because it encompasses the whole thing. It's a word. It's an acronym. It's everything I wanted to be. And so the acronym of it is uh, Pure Illumination Manifesting Prosperity. And it's Christopher Hammonds utterly returning, creating heaven on earth. And so Christopher Hammonds is my initial name that I was born with. And so a lot of people know me from Chris McHenry. And I'm really giving you some drop that so make sure we, you know, uh, uh, Christopher Hammonds, uh, my name was changed to McHenry. And so the Hammonds is me coming back to be myself. You know, I moved to uh, Milwaukee from Georgia. Nobody could understand what I was saying when I first got here. So, you know, I didn't have no family. So I had to relearn and become something that uh, that I wasn't, for real. And so in a sense of people that know Chris McHenry, they don't know me. Because you can't know me if you know me as Chris McHenry. Because just by saying Chris McHenry, that means there's a time frame on how long you've known me. Because there's people from knowing me as Christopher Hammonds, than Brethren Christopher McHenry. And so the foundation of me is the pimp part of Pimp Church because that's the Southern upbringing. That's more of the alpha male that I have within myself and from seeing my uh, grandfather and people that, you know, when I'm early, I was in football young and when I moved to Milwaukee, I was seven. And so that's when I learned the church part. My dad was in the church and he showed me the the Christian way of life and living it like that. And so that's the church part. So it's like the yin and the yang, you know, it's, it's, it's the opposite, but it's the same thing. Like I was saying with the other question, where it's, it's always polarity, it's always present. And so the pimp in the church is always present. The, the, the simp and the pimp and however you're looking at that dynamic of the ruler and the master is you. 
So Pimp Church is the self-discipline and the personal mastery of your own self. You have to be your first hope. You have to, your, your body is the church. Your body is the temple of God. And so you control that and not nobody else. And because we're gods among gods. And so my thing is, uh, with Pimp Church is the truth that sets you free. And freedom is in your choice. You know what I'm saying? So um, it sounds that to the people that have that mind. So it's, it's, it's neither good or bad. It's what you make it. Your mind makes it so. So Pimp Church is a mirror for those who need to see themselves. I'm a reflection of you and you're a reflection of me and we're a reflection of God. And so we're our one. You know what I'm saying? So that's the Pimp Church chance and all that. Man, we got a lot going on. But yeah, that's the foundation of Pimp Church. When you were going through this phase and this transition, and being known as Chris McHenry and who you were born to be, were you aware that you were living in a space that wasn't your true existence and your true I am? For sure. How were you responding to that? Were you embracing it and allowing it to mold you or were you trying to wash yourself of that new person? So uh, I'm washing myself of Pim Church is the washing of the new, new person. I came out of the laundromat uh, back from the cleaners. You know, as Pimp Church, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I knew I knew what I was doing my whole life. Just like I know what I'm doing, I'm playing basketball, I'm playing football, I know what I'm doing. Everything I'm doing, I know what I'm doing. And so when you know what you're doing, you know, you remain calm, you know, you, you, you're confident in that. And so I've been confident all my life and all that. The insecurities came when I had to be something I wasn't, but I even got comfortable in doing that. And so I just married, it's, it's personal mastery. And so it was the total opposite in Georgia. I was a thief, I was a robber, I was a stealer, I was a, a drug addict, I was a murderer, I was all that. I come to Milwaukee and I'm a priest, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a poet, I'm an athlete, I'm a student, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a son, I'm a, you know what I'm saying? I'm an upstanding individual. But it's like, you know, if those people talk to these people, these people talk to those people, all he fake. And fake is, I am what I need to be, you know what I'm saying? So it's me being real with myself to understanding what I got to do, you know what I mean? And me learning, going through that process, yeah, it's making the process. It looked like it was in the process, but wait till you get to the end and look back at it and you will see. And so understanding that, that's why, you know, one of my first athlete uh, books I'm releasing as my athlete is Who Shall Believe My Report? Oh, I ain't know all that. That's the type of thing that people say when I'm doing talking. Oh, I know that for real. Yeah, you're right. And so, who shall believe my report? You know what I mean? It's, it's me explaining all that and giving the memoirs and all that. And, you know, really putting it all out there. But I had to, it's like getting a promotion. I'm not from here. I can't even make, I had to make a name for myself. I had to do what I had to do to, to survive here, to, to get through here. You know what I'm saying? And it is a survival city. And I managed to do that. I learned it from here. So I'm thankful for Milwaukee for the poverty, for the lack of limitation in the thought mindset because I came with Southern hospitality here. And so I'm getting genuinely mistreated. I'm getting genuinely taken advantage of because people don't see that on it every day. And so I didn't let that turn me into a bad person either. You know, they say, don't grow weary when you're doing good. And so when you're doing good, you ain't got nothing to worry about. And I always knew I never had nothing to worry about because I knew what good, I learned what good was. And good is genuine. Good is good is good, and good is as is. And so when you see things for as it is, then you don't got no complaints for nothing. You know what I'm saying? So there's people that I've been having issues with or, you know, had issues with me that I looked up to. You know what I'm saying? I had mentors hanging on me or 
people that I admire hate on me, but it's like there's there those insecurities in my own their own self. They should have went through what I went through, you know what I mean? And and learn what I learned, but now me learning what I learned, I have value to the lives of other people by teaching them the things that I have learned. And so we monetize it because the game solved not told. Let's talk about that self-mastery. What's the three pieces of pieces of advice that you would give someone listening when you talk about self-mastery? Because I think a lot of people believe that they're they're achieving it because they're physique or because you know they've seen areas of growth that don't necessarily reflect their internal beliefs. And so, what are some some three pieces of wisdom you could leave them with? And self-mastery. First is a Positive thinking, you know, positive thinking and discipline. Positive thinking, discipline, and patience. You gotta be patient with yourself. You know what I'm saying? So one of the things I've learned, the first thing I may tell a young lady if I meet her, if you want to finish product, I ain't that. I, I still got the, the creation is finished, but we ain't done with the end of time. So I get better with time. So if you want me now, I get greater later. You know what I mean? But if I'm too bitter now. You wait too later, but too too later, you know, you may be too late, you know. So it's just uh, understanding that and seeing that in people where I'm not looking for you to be a finished product, but I am looking for you to still grow. Because just because the oak tree ain't fully an oak tree yet, it's still an acorn or still whatever the sitting stage is supposed to be at that perfect time. So for you to say, I'm not something where I should be something I'm not, then you tell you calling God a liar and the devil got to be in, you know what I mean? So it's, it's just breaking it down and keeping it simple with her good and evil, right or wrong, you know what I'm saying? It ain't about black and white, because color, because it could have done exist, you know what I'm saying? And so we gotta go deeper than the surface, and that's why, oh, you too deep, oh, y'all, y'all ain't deep enough, you know what I'm saying? Because it's deeper than the surface, you know what I mean? And so, those are my three things, if that was three, but I'm ranting again, what if that was three? No, that was three. What do you, um, and you've kind of talked about this, but just go a little bit deeper. When we talk about purpose and platform and what we were created to do, give us the tagline of what you were created to do. You were created to do whatever the fuck you want to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I was uh, in, uh, coming up and learning about religions and all that. Uh, I learned about Aleister Crawley, and it was made to. It was brought he was presented to me in a manner in which made me see him as the devil or as as if some some guy to stay away from because he had a saying called it's do as thou will and that's the whole of the law and they make it seem like oh jay-z was illuminati and they got it on their jersey and their shirts and hoodie and all that and when it come out to it what god put us here to do as we will because God's will is our will, and you shall will yourself to do and to be and to have whatever you will yourself to do and to be and to have. And so just coming with um with that, just be do whatever you want to do. Nobody know what's best for you but you. Can't nobody tell you what's best for you but you. Hear other people, but make your own decisions for yourself. You know what I'm saying? And so you should hear the people, what the advice I get on Pim Church, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? But I'd rather you not. I'd rather you just send me a cash app of a, of a dollar and then say whatever you want to say. So, you know, since two dollars actually, so it can go in this ear and out the other one. You know what I mean? I got an opinion fee. You know what I'm saying? If you got an opinion, you want me to hear your opinion, send me two dollars at least. You know what I mean? Cash app, CMC3 to P, your opinion of me or your feelings 
and then you good. You can share it with me. But until then, you're giving me too much information. And you should be not worried about me, but worried about yourself and figuring out what you want to do. See, a lot of people don't want to do what they put here to do. That's why they want a, a king. That's why they want a master. That's why the children of Israel wanted a God. I mean, a God that they can see. Because they don't want to make the decision for themselves. They don't want to think. You know what I'm saying? Like 95% of people rather die than think. 3% of people think they think. 2% of people think. That's why you only got to make 490000 a year to be in the top 1% earners in America. Because ain't nobody thinking about no money. They ain't really just thinking about what they got. They ain't thinking. They on auto, autopilot. That's why they call it the hamster wheel. 96% of what you're doing every day is happy. You know what I'm saying? So you got a 4% chance of consciously being something. That means you got to be thinking about what you want to be all day long. Because 96 divided by 4 is 24.5. And so that means you need to spend all 24 hours a day thinking about what the fuck you want to do and what you put here to do. Because as a man thinks, so it shall be. And a man becomes what he thinks about all day long. So consciously think about what you want. Stop all of that talking about what you don't want. You know what I mean? Because that's what you're going to get it. Because your thoughts control your life. And you hear me talking this shit, thinking I'm a pimp and all that. Man, that shit in the Bible, man. You motherfuckers just don't read. You know what I'm saying? Pimp chat. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of talked about it when you say, you know, pay for sharing your advice. What's the true measure of wealth? In health. So at Pimp Church, we spell stuff different. You know, we understand the etymology that the words have and where it come from and all that. So when I spell wealth, I spell it W-H. I spell wealth with health in it. Because the only thing, only reason Bill Gates uh, jealous of me, we both billionaires. He got more billies than me, though. I only got four of them. He got, he already, you know, he probably got like nine. I don't know how many he got. So I think about six. I don't know how many he got. I shouldn't be all in that man's pocket. You know what I'm saying? But one thing I know that he know, that for sure is I got more time to grow. You know what I'm saying? And as long as I don't self-sabotage my life and do things to put myself at risk for for, for, for death, you know what I'm saying? I live on, and then now I can live in this generation of wealth and pass on. But the thing I got is time and wealth. Health is wealth, you know? And, and you can't spell wealth without health. And so that's the most important thing. Yeah, they called me broke. You know, they say, oh, you broke, you can't afford to feed your kids. Well, I'm too rich to feed a McDonald's. So I was so broke that I had to spend $30 on some fresh produce for my children instead of spending $11 at Culver's. That's what a broke man do. You know what I'm saying? But a poor person going to go to, to Culver's and spend 11 on it. I'd rather be broke and poor anyway. Because like my mentor, uh, uh, Grant Cardone told me, go broke. You know what I'm saying? Go broke and think broke. So every time I get some money, I go broke, I invest it, I make that money work for me. Because it's a law of hoarding, can't keep it. So we gotta make that money work for us. And then, and then now I'm thinking, damn, I ain't got no money, how can I, what can I, how can I do? And, and the genius plans start coming to you. Like an angel of light, that's what he's talking about, the ideas. How can it come from nothing? The idea. That's it. I saw my son. I, said, I let him come out. I said, look at the refrigerator. Look at it. It's empty in there. I said, now watch this. You want some? See, it's some full seafood. We're going to do it. And this is what we're going to do. We're gonna, and we figure it out. And then next thing you know, the next day, we had to, we had, we're carrying loads in the house. Didn't even, didn't even need the money. 
Because, look, when you focus on the kingdom of heaven, everything else will be added unto you, man. Y'all don't believe the scriptures, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't believe the scriptures because you niggas ain't reading, man. You know what I'm saying? That's why I've been hiding my stash in all these years. I show you my books. All these years, we're putting money in them. Putting money in the chapters. My daddy put me on that in college. I stopped reading at the last $20 bill. They don't even know what the book ended like. Because why? That was the last $20. I was reading. I'm going to keep my word, Pops. So I'm going to do what you said. That last $20, I ain't reading no more. So I put the money in the book. They go, they go looking for the, they go tearing my house up looking for the money. It's in the books, man. And now I'm writing the books too. So y'all gonna be checking out the e-books and the online courses because like I told you, it's sold, not told. I done went through all this blood, sweat, and tears. And you know what I'm saying? And so you can skip all of that and just get the information. Just click the link and buy that. You can put your card number in, whatever, and do that, and you're gonna get the information packaged and, and sealed to you in a manner in which a five-year-old gonna be able to understand. Because my daughter told me, shout out to Olivia Mike Henry, she said, ain't nobody too young for the truth. Y'all, but y'all don't understand that though. Y'all lying to y'all kids. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't judging you for that. Because every man get to do what they want to do. That's why I made my own children. So I made my own rules. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? I ain't like how my daddy did it or something. So I do it. I made my own son and do it like he, I'm only doing. I got my own daughter and I do it like I think they did daddy should have raised their daughters. And so my daughter, and I'm being the man that my daughter, you know, uh, 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 need to see, you know, but I don't know why I just ran it like that. Somebody need to hear that, man. <laughs> what is the greatest gift of life? Breath. Besides that, uh, the greatest gift of life don't come with a bow, but it's the present. It's a gift, and it's the gift of life, though. It's the now. Cause ain't no other time in now. You know what I'm saying? And waiting on the future. The future ain't gonna never get here. The future gonna always be the future. You know what I'm saying? Just like what's the rest of the always gonna No, I just talk about that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the future always gonna be the future and, and the past is gonna always be the past. It's never gonna come back. So all we got is now. The top the hourglass got the top and the bottom, but that middle is where it's at. And it's passing through at all times. And so as you let it pass through, understand what you let pass through gonna come back to you because you gotta get flipped over there ain't no more of that shit so every day your shit coming back down and that same thought and that same regressive ass mindset you got and keep on hacking that's why you see these black slaves what it was 400 years slavery why because these motherfuckers ain't learning nothing they ain't thinking they keep doing the same thing get pictures four years and guarantee we gonna be further and prosper more in four years than they did in civil church in 400 years because why? Because every member got to come and get him. I'm making you a millionaire by coming. You know what I'm saying? And the women, if you were making less than 78000 a year in the last three years of your life, come and holler at me and I'll, I'll show you, you how you can do that passively so you can keep your little day job and still make more than that. So you have time for your kids. And you ain't got to take them off the breast to put them on into duress, into stress, into a daycare. You know what I'm saying? So we can have money. So we can have spend time with our kids. Most folks too broke to spend time with their kids. You know what I'm saying? But they ain't taking care of them now. They worry about the bill when it comes. Instead of worrying about now. You know what I'm saying? So that's the gift, man. It's most neglected because it's given. Anything given to a motherfucker ain't respected, ain't appreciated until it's gone. So tell me now what you think about me. Tell me now how you feel about me, if you want to. But don't wait till I'm motherfucking gone. Cause I'm gone. I don't want to hear that shit then. I don't want to hear that shit now. 
my nose work real good. You know what I'm saying? So show me some roses, let me smell them motherfuckers, man. So we only got now. And so what we waiting for? That's the how you beat procrastination. It's do it now. I'm talking to myself first. You know what I'm saying? Because you, me, and I'm you, and we won. So everybody is you. Whoever, whatever you see in a motherfucker, that's you. Whatever you looking, I'm looking for the good. That same person, you be like, man, he can't move either. I'm like, oh, I thought that was a pretty nice move. But I ain't looking for that to be no whack ass move. I ain't looking for you to be no that or this. I'm looking for you to be God. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so that's why I just said in the study yesterday, y'all don't see me as God. No, y'all don't see me as who I am. Y'all see me as who y'all are not. You know what I'm saying? And so, see me, see, 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 you see me as who you are. So, what you think about me, that's you. I'm a motherfucking mirror. I just look good. You know what I'm saying? And you, you don't think it look good because that's you. It's your reflection. I'm your reflection. You know what I'm saying? We all one, man. It ain't nowhere to go. So you can't run from your problem because you're going to run. I was down there. So I was going through this thing where I was thinking every nigga was just a bitch-ass nigga. I'm just looking for all the bitch-ass shit niggas done. And I went out of town to find the bitch-ass shit niggas. Went to three different cities find the bitch-ass shit niggas. I'm going to find what I'm looking for, man. So you ain't going to never find no clean clothes other than the dirty drawers, man. So look for what you want to see. You know what I'm saying? So every day, I wake up with the expectation that this is the best day of my life, and I go look for it, and I find it. Because what it said in that book, you motherfuckers don't want to read, the pimp handbook, you ask and you shall receive. You knock and you don't ask. You seek and you don't find. These are all three actions. So I'm about to change my three things to them three actions right there. Ask, seek, and, and knock. Because it's always, it's a, so much opportunity. So much opportunity. I'm a freelancer. I do whatever. I walk around looking for opportunity. Oh damn, nobody broke their leg. I'm a physician. Here, give me that stick. Let me get some paper. I'll wrap that motherfucker up. Keep this, keep this. Oh, look at her. Oh, 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 she needs she needs some help. Oh, I'm, I'm a psychologist. Oh, 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 look at that inspiration in nature, that couple right there. Write me some poetry. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's a nice sale on that camera. How much you want for it? I bought it. I'm a photographer. You know what I'm saying? C-O-C to P, man. You can be whatever you want to be. I ain't going to limit my letters self to no title. I'm going to limit myself to a letter. You know what I'm saying? So whatever. And if I don't, if that it ain't spelled with a P, I put a, a, a solid P at the beginning of it. So don't call me Chris no more. Call me Chris with a solid P at the beginning. C O C P, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's solid.